The following program may contain language that is not suitable for a younger audience. So, if you get easily offended by and and lots of then you might want to consider a different podcast. Finally found the most generic live show. This is the generic live show. Hello everybody and welcome to the generic live radio show for a Sunday. Woo! We are back and we have got all of the usual suspects for you today. Uh, we have the regular segments that you know and love, you know, the same as you remember, same as it ever was, the BuzzFeed quiz where, I don't, I can't remember what we're finding out the BuzzFeed quiz today. Oh, we're building a cafe menu and we're, um, BuzzFeed's going to tell us what our greatest quality is, you know, through science and, and all sorts, right? Right. Uh, we've got things like review of a review where we're going to be a little bit of a twist on that. The Facts of Life game, and of course, all the biggest news stories of the week, including Google's experiment to block local news. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in hour one, but first, now this is a grand story. First, we got a little bit of an exclusive for you. Well, actually, it's exclusive because you'll only be able to hear it right here on this station on Radiohead. For those of you who don't follow my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dalecampbell. Uh, it's a great time. You should go over there. I just released a parody remix. I'd call it a, I'd call it a parody remix. It falls into the both category of WAP. You know, the WAP song that we like to play here very often uh, by um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, you know the wet ass P word. <laughs> I did a remix of it and I made Suri sing it. No, this is not hackery. This is not, this is no third party outside interference. It is all Suri all day long. And we're playing for you now because it is my show, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> so I get to choose what gets played. Ladies and gentlemen, strap in. For Dale Campbell, uh, swap Suri's wet ass period by Dale Campbell versus Suri B and Suri the Stallion. That's right, podcast listeners, you're going to hear this as well. We've got more great show, including Headline Roundup, coming up next on the Direct Live Radio Show for Sunday. Stay tuned. There's some whores in this house. 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 I There's said, certified freak, seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull out game weak, woo. There's some whores yeah. in this house. Yeah. There's some whores yeah. in this house. Yeah. There's some yeah. whores in this house. Yeah. You There's fucking with some wet ass pussy. There's some whores in this house. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Eat it up. Nigga, catch a charge, extra large, and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised.
Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck. Right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. Out in public. Make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring, eh? Gobble me, swallow me, trip down the side of me. Quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. I'll run down on him for I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. While you ride that dick, you really ain't never gotta fuck him for a sign. He already made his mind up for he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy now make it rain if you want to see some hard hitter i need a deep stroker i need a henny drinker i need a weed smoker not a garden snake i need a king cobra with a hook in it hope it lean over he got some money then that's where i'm headed pussy i want just like his credit he got a beard well i'm trying to wet it i let him taste it now he diabetic i don't want to spit i want to go i want to gag i want to choke i want you to touch that little dangly thing that swing in the back of my throat my head game is fire punani dasani it's going in dry and it's coming out soggy i ride on that thing like the cops is behind me i spit on his mic and now he trying to sign me Woo. your honor i'm a freak bitch and cast leashes switch my wig make him feel like he cheating put him on his knees give him something to believe in never lost a fight but i'm looking for a beating in the food chain i'm the one that eat here if he ate my ass he's a bottom feeder big d stand for big demeanor i could make you bust before i ever meet here if it don't hang then he can't bang you can't hurt my feelings but i like pain if he fuck me and ask whose is it when i ride the dick i must spell my name ah where's in this house yeah, There's yeah, some in this yeah, house. yeah, you fucking There's some with some wet-ass pussy. Bring There's a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass pussy. Give me everything house. you got for this wet-ass pussy. Now, now from, from the top, the top make, make it drop. drop. That's, That's some wet-ass wet pussy. House. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet-ass pussy. I'm talking wop. 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 That's some wet-ass pussy. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet-ass pussy, huh? There's some whores in this house. 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 I found one item about Siri. Swap. Siri's wet ass period. Dale Campbell versus Siri B and Siri D Stallion right here on the Jack Live Radio Show. Remixed, parodied, whatever you want to call it, by yours truly. There you go. And you can check that out right now on the Dale Campbell YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dale Campbell. Wow, we need to top that with some headline roundup, I think. It's time for headline roundup. Still don't have a bumper for this. Alrighty, let's start with a story coming from UPI. Man misreads lottery ticket and then discovers a $150,000 win. That's right, a North Carolina man said that he first misread a winning lottery ticket and thought that he only won $1,000. But turns out he won $150,000. So, you know, you win either way, I guess. My heart dropped. A was Moha, Mohid, excuse me, oof, of Greensboro, North Carolina, told Fox 8 on Friday. Mohammed, who works in a manufacturer, as a manufacturing technician, bought three tickets after work at his Penny Saver outlet. And the first two were duds. Quote, I scanned the one I won and it said that 
I need to take it to lottery headquarters. And then when I took it, I won a thousand dollars. I thought I won a thousand dollars, but the lady said that I'd won $150,000. However, after taxes comes out to be $110,864, which is still a lot of money. That is a chunk of change. You know, I could, I could do with $110,000. What would you do with $110,000? Just let me know, you know, just, just cash. Speaking of saving things with $110,000, nope, <laughs> these segues get worse and worse. Uh, and second story comes from 7news.com.au. Mum, you know, the mum in your life, or not in your life, I suppose everyone has a mother figure in their life, shares ingenuous lettuce hack, in quotation marks for some reason, for cut avocado fresh for a week. It's the popular food that is notoriously hard to keep fresh once cut open. It is the avocado. Oh, and apparently, according to former Australian treasurer, uh, it is the reason why... No, smashed avocado is the reason why Australians can't afford houses. That's right. The fruit. Wait, avocados are a fruit? What? Hang on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought... Mm, nope, hang on. Nope, nope, we're doing this. Is an avocado... You can probably hear my... A fruit or vegetable. See? Google's a... Few fruits are technically... Oh! Avocados are one of the few fruits. Yes, it's technically they're a fruit, not a vegetable, that contains healthy, unsaturated fats. The house avocado has a dark, nubby skin. Oh, I love a good nubby skin. Huh. It's probably like a tomato. It's, it's what I lovingly call the tomato claws. Many people think it's a vegetable. I thought it was a vegetable. I don't know. Anyway, never really thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> Often goes brown or a little bitter when left in the fridge despite all the unusual tricks. Wrapping it in cling wrap, storing it in a container, which is both frustrating and wasteful. Now, a clever mum has revealed her secret trick for keeping it fresh in the fridge for a week with using lettuce. Let us show you the avocado <laughs> trick, she said. No, I'm just kidding. That would be great if she did, though. The New Zealand mother reveals wrapping the cut avocado in a lettuce leaf and storing it in the fridge kept it perfectly ripe and delicious for a whole week. Quote, I sort of accidentally discovered that I was throwing away first-class food wrap, she stated. Lettuce leaves, primarily the outer ones, are a bit harder. Make it for excellent food wrap. So they're designed for that purpose in the first place. Mm, actually, you think about you think about a lettuce, and that's kind of the the purpose of it, right? You 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 think think about a lettuce, and the the outside goes crusty and nasty and and gross, and the inside stays fresh. Huh? Never thought of it. There you go. We're now going to be wrapping our food in lettuce. Quote it. Makes an, uh, it was all good for today's breakfast. Uh, incidentally, lettuce leaves kept it, our bread buns fresh. No, that can't be real. That, that, that can't be real, right? You can't try and convince me that your buns will stay fresh. <laughs> you can't convince me that your buns will stay fresh from a lettuce leaf. <laughs> Give that a try. 
Social media users were quick to praise it, the crafty solution. Oh, I love generic social media posts. <laughs> here, here we go. We've got three of them. Oh my god, who would have known this? I would have never tried it. I've never thought of doing this. Wow, one person wrote. You think I'm kidding. The other one wrote, wow, this is really awesome. And giving it a go, giving this a go. You know, two things. One, that is actually, this is actually very interesting. And two, when news stories write social media posts, do they actually go through and find the most generic ones ever? I know this is called the Generic Live Radio Show, so that joke's on the little on the nose, but wow. <laughs> my, my reactions are far from generic. <laughs> Just ask people that have been listening to this show for five years. They'll tell you. All right. Speaking of keeping things fresh for a year, fresh for a week, well, fresh for a year, oh, sure. Antarctica. Uh, you know, you know the Antarctica. Down south. That's the south one. North Pole is the north one. Um, does the North Pole have a name like the South Pole does? Because it's got Antarctica. What does the North Pole have? Hmm. Anyway. Melting ice uncovers huge remains of an Ancient creature on Google Maps, express.co.uk, has more. What you're about to see is an intact, very large, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 feet, skeletal remains down here 50 miles off the coast of Antarctica. And here they are. This location was shared with me by Ben B. And I'm giving you guys a 360-degree view of the area. You can see it's kind of in a, in a valley, if you will, in between some fairly tall mountain ranges. And here is the skeletal remains. Just a rough guess, I would say this is somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to maybe 20 feet long. Um, it's intact. I don't know if this recently thawed and this has been frozen in time for, for maybe thousands of years or if this is something new. And if it is something new, you have to ask yourself, how did it get here? If you take a close look at it, you can see it's got what look like front extremities, which would indicate front legs or, or some sort of front limbs. And you can also see rear extremities. There's some sort of legs on the rear of this this creature whatever it may be you know it could be an old dinosaur it could be a lot of different things i suppose we're going to take a closer look at some of the photos that i put together in a slideshow and did a little bit of work too here's the initial area this is in fact the photo that ben shared with me he whoop that video cut very short apparently we don't have those pictures hmm interesting uh, but yeah, no, there was a, there's a, what appears to be an ancient creature in Antarctica recently discovered. There you go. Alright, number four on this list, and yes, I put this at number four intentionally. Four strangers named, all named Paul O'Sullivan, formed a band, despite living in various places around the world. Have you ever met someone with the exact same name as you? Paul Sullivan from Baltimore, Maryland did, and this is his journey. So one night, I was just kind of indiscriminately adding Paul O'Sullivan's on Facebook, and a good amount of them accepted my friend request, and eventually their stuff started showing up in my, you know, my newsfeed, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're all musicians. You know, it kind of felt like the universe was like 
daring me to, to do something with this serendipitous you know scenario that's right that is paul uh, sullivan the first i guess how do you keep them apart yeah anyway there you go that's pretty cool they apparently put out a a song called namesake at the beginning of 2020 and they've they've got a a, a whole album coming out that's pretty cool actually any any Dale Campbells out there, please please hit me up. I'd be more than happy to either have you on the show or <laughs> make music, though it's not necessarily music that you want to hear. I'm more than happy to make it, though. <laughs> See above. <laughs> See swap. <laughs> for, for a prime example. All right, finally in headline roundup, we got to woof. We got to hoof on out of here. Uh, Italy Museum has TikTok sensation has become a TikTok sensation by turning its art into memes. A famous museum in Florence, Italy is delighted users on TikTok with mashups of art and memes. One TikTok is showing a Mendoza turning a depiction of neural coronavirus into a stone. Sure. Others use animation to make figures in famous portraits look like they're socially distanced and setting them to trending music tracks. Uh, if only we had um, access to them because according to this website, they all look like that they have been blocked. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but anyway. So that's pretty cool. If, if you can turn a museum into a trending piece, I'm all for that, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. So as we continue here in the generic live radio show for a Sunday, we've got more great show coming up. We are going to be talking about the uh, Volume 2 uh, Trump Impeachment Greatest Hits. We have to. It's the biggest news story of the week. Can't avoid it. We've got more great show coming up right now for you. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. Hope you're having, I hope you're having a good weekend. Hey, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show because, yeah, I'm a mess at the beginning of the show trying to keep everything on the rails. Uh, happy early birthday to Betty White, by the way. It is going to be Betty White's 99th birthday, technically tomorrow over in the States, but it's Sunday here, so it counts, right? So happy birthday to the much-beloved golden girl, Betty White. Um, I'm Two things. One, that's an incredible feat to get to 99, particularly if you don't like a person like Betty White, who is still working to this day. Um, and two, I'm trying to find literally anything else to talk about other than... <laughs> what we're about to talk about. No, but seriously, happy birthday to Betty White. I wanted to mention that at the beginning of the show, but didn't get a chance to. Oh, right. So let's stay tuned for the, what I want to call uh, Donald Trump Impeachment Volume 2, The Greatest Hits. Uh, the, let's, let's talk about this because this comes on the back of the Capitol Hill riots that broke out last week that we were talking about as well and now this is sort of just a continuation of it uh the inauguration of joe biden is meant to take place in three days it's only on the 20th guys like settle down but also he trump could if trump's impeachment goes ahead sorry correction if donald trump's impeachment volume two the greatest hits goes ahead then he will be barred from running for office again. So that's, in my personal opinion, 
not my professional opinion because I don't have one, but in my personal opinion, I feel like that that is where we're going to end up. So I just want to put that out there. So it seems likely that Trump will become the first US president in history to be impeached twice. Uh, he did, by the way. So this this story uh, that I'm reading from news.com.au actually happened before. So now that Trump has been impeached twice, we've gone through the Donald Trump impeachment from volume two, greatest hits, and the House of Representatives voted to impeach him. Now it goes to the Senate to actually prosecute him. So the Senate, by the way, is on break until the 19th. So interesting, interesting story uh, to be to be brought out here. Uh, so basically, I wanted there was a bit there was a bit in here that I wanted to read. Oh, by the way, so also if he does, if the prosecution does go forth, he also loses the ability to get the president pension. That's also another key factor to continue uh, to continue to take in mind. Uh, including a uh, $219,000 US $1,000 pension, which is about 284000 Australian. His staffing costs, which is uh, up to $96 US $1,000 a year, which is 124000 Australian. And office rent that could reach up to $500,000 US dollars, which is about 640 Australian dollars. That is about $1 million a year of lost revenue. And you can add that also a part of the presidential uh, pension package deal comes the, like, the health care and the travel and the the bragging rights. Actually, not really. He'll, he'll still... I feel that if the conviction does happen and is successful, I'm not going to say one way or the other if it is or isn't. I'm not putting my eggs in that basket <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm recently back and I've recently put this on the pod, uh, the rerun of the Jack Live Radio Show on the on the podcast feed, so more people are hearing it now. So I'm not going to put my eggs in that basket. But the one thing that uh, Mr. T would not lose is his security protection. So we've got to keep that in mind. I did find a very uh, interesting sort of video that kind of outlines this article and actually is from an actual political reporter. So I'm going to play that real quick because I feel like it'll give a lot more context to all of this. So here is that right now. Here's Sam Clinch, uh, a political reporter for news.com.au and what he has to say on this situation. Outstanding questions for the remaining days of Donald Trump's presidency, and it is days now, not weeks, is this question of whether he should remain in power until January 20. It seems like a like a completely preposterous question. You know, fewer than two weeks left in his term. Why would you even contemplate removing him from office at this point? And yet that has that is what we're talking about right now. The Democrats in Congress, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, have a united front on this. In calling for this seditious act, President has committed an unspeakable assault on our nation and our people. They have called on Vice President Mike Pence to employ the 25th Amendment 
which would involve Mike Pence taking power over Donald Trump with a majority of the cabinet supporting him. He could muscle out Trump, say he's not fit to be president and take over until Joe Biden is inaugurated. That's option one, as far as the Democrats are concerned. Option two is to impeach him again. If the vice president and the cabinet do not act, the Congress may be prepared to move forward with impeachment. Of course, we already went through impeachment once before. It didn't end with Donald Trump leaving office because the Republican Party stood behind him. And only one Republican senator in the end voted to convict him in his first impeachment trial. The, the threats from the Democrats in Congress are very real here. There is a movement behind Pelosi and behind Schumer from their respective caucuses that wants to get Donald Trump out of office before January 20, because there's a fear, having seen what happened at the US Capitol this week, that something similar could happen. We have no idea what Donald Trump might do. So if a second impeachment of Donald Trump were to happen, how does it proceed? Well, first, the House of Representatives, the lower house in Congress, has to consider articles of impeachment and vote on them. Say they pass because the Democrats have a majority in the House. Next, we have the trial in the Senate. The articles of impeachment go to the Senate. The Senate considers them. The Senate votes. This is the stumbling block that, that, that the Democrats could not overcome last time because you need a super majority of at least two thirds of the Senate to vote to remove a president from office for an impeachment to be successful. That could be the barrier again. Uh, I would suggest that maybe we would see more than one Republican vote to remove him from office this time. There, there have been statements from Republicans since the assault on the Capitol this week suggesting that they would prefer him to go. But we're talking about almost 20 senators from Donald Trump's own party voting to convict him and remove him from office. It's still a long shot. And that there is that as well. Now, um, it is it is a little bit of a long shot, but, you know, it's a shot worth making. <laughs> um, you know, and particularly the, the footage and stuff that I saw from, from last week, it's definitely definitely worth a shot unfortunately we are a little we are running out of time very quickly um i did want to i did want to put this out there that also is a good little sort of how the impeachment system works so there you go uh, mr mr t if, if convicted would be the the first ever u.s president to be impeached twice so now yeah, we go making history as we continue here on the drunk live radio show for us sunday it's dale campbell here with you we have more great show coming at you right after this. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Radio Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. Yeah, you know we do this live every single week from at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time through to midday. Kicking through your Sunday here on the station head at Dale Campbell. It's a pleasure as always. Uh, thanks for listening. I, w the reason why I say that is we've shuffled a few things around and now we're doing the BuzzFeed quiz. Um, we need bumpers on the show. <laughs> bumpers would be nice, but it would add an extra layer onto, onto, <laughs> onto this mess that we already have. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Alright, we are doing a BuzzFeed quiz, and BuzzFeed this week is going to tell us, uh, we're going to build a cafe menu. So, we're going we're gonna to pick some of our favourite things. These are a few of our favourite 
drink beverages and snack probably. I don't know. I don't proofread these things in advance because I'm stupid. Very long hashtag. So, and then they're going to tell us what our greatest quality is. We'll see what, and the subtitle is, uh, what kind of vibe do you go for? I don't know. All right, we're going to pick a signature drink. Are we going to, is our signature drink going to be a lavender honey latte? A mango banana smoothie? A raspberry mocha? A double chocolate milkshake? Or a cream soda? It's definitely not going to be a cream soda, a milkshake, or a smoothie at a cafe, right? So it either has to be the honey, lavender honey latte? Or the raspberry mocha. I've never heard of a raspberry mocha. I've had a strawberry mocha before, but I've never heard of a raspberry one. And the lavender honey latte? Hmm. Um, I feel like, I feel like that many people would get a kick out of chocolate and raspberry. So I'm going to go the raspberry. You know what? Why not? Choose a hot drink to serve. (laughs) Only one. Choose one Hot drink to serve at your cafe. Hello, aeroplane. <laughs> aeroplane, is that you? They're coming for me now that I've said that I want a raspberry uh, mocha. Anyway, serve a hot drink to serve. So, a, a tolly? What's an atolly? I don't even know what that is. We're learning so much today. Hot chocolate, um, mob cider. Musala milk or butterbeer? Oh, butterbeer. Come on. we got to have butterbeer at this cafe, right? Why not? Uh, serve a cold drink. So, at this, at this cafe, you can have a signature drink, a hot drink, and a cold drink. <laughs> Only those ones, though. Uh, choose a dr- drink to serve cold. You've got the pina colada smoothie, the frozen caramel frappe, or frappe. Iced lemonade, root beer throat, or iced milk tea. Mm. Oh, that's like bubble tea by the looks of the picture. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't help on a radio show about the picture. Um, pan colada smoothie. I mean, to be fair, if we do, if we do a pina colada smoothie, we're cutting out. We're just making it an adult thing. Frozen caramel frappe. It's more coffee. Iced lemonade. I feel like if we serve iced lemonade, that would do better, right? That's my that's my theory. Alright, we're going to serve a hot coffee now. So, again, at this... <laughs> I'm not doing this bit again. <laughs> um, pick a hot coffee to serve. So, we've got Cafe Alat, Hazelnut Cappuccino, White Mocha, Espresso Capia, or Pumpkin Spice Latte! Anyone who knows me at all is that I am very basic. Yes, in the good way, not the bad way. I love my pumpkin spice latte. I am so peeved that I missed pumpkin spice latte season this time around. I'm so annoyed. Oops, someone just sneezed. (laughs) Someone just sneezed in the other room. Love that for me. Pick a cold coffee to serve. Cold brew. Vietnamese cold brew. Caramel frappe again. Uh, Iced dollar. Or iced mocha. I feel like this is a trap. I I don't know. I want to retake this quiz and see if it's different if you select literally everything has a mocha or a caramel frappuccino in it. 
Uh, Vietnamese cold brew. Have you, has anyone had a Vietnamese cold brew? They're really good. All right, choose a tea. We've got English breakfast, lemon ginger, chai or matcha or passion fruit bubble tea. No, I don't think passion fruit bubble tea will fit our menu. Chai, for sure. And Evan loves chai, so I'm going to put chai on the menu. And then we're going to pick a savory treat. Again, just one. <laughs> uh, baked pork buns, empanadas, pretzels, Yorkshire pudding or quiche. Uh, I don't know. I do love a pretzel. I do love a pretzel. I do love a, a cake. Um, pork buns, empanadas. What theme are we going for here, by the way? We don't really have a theme. <laughs> Vietnamese. So we have to pick something that's in the Vietnamese realm. So I'm thinking pork buns. See? I'm a businessman. <laughs> Hi, I'm a businessman. I don't know why my voice went so low there. <laughs> Hi, I'm a businessman. <laughs> Oh, this is my businessman voice. Do you see how that works? <laughs> Water buffalo is such a businessman, I'm just saying. Choose a baked good to have on hand. An egg tart, baklava, almond control, or profiteroles, or cheese twist. <gasps> see, we have a savory in the pork buns. We need a sweet. So, oh, profiteroles. You put a profiterole in me, and it's... <laughs> That's not what I was meaning to say. <laughs> you put a profiterole in me, girl. <laughs> I'm sorted. Uh, apricot <laughs> picked. What's it? Picked a second baked good. Apricot Danish spunkotia. Sure. Uh, Concardus banana bread or cinnamon roll. Uh, we have a sweet one. Uh, apricot Danish. I don't even know what that other one is. I don't even know what that is either. Um, banana bread. We'll do a cinnamon roll. Here we go. Oh, and finally, this is the last question. We've got to pick a final baked good. We've got chocolate raganish, pineapple buns. Oh, you've got to wrap those buns in lettuce leaves. We've learned that today. Strawberry chart, macaroons, or lamingtons. Guys, I'm Australian. I've got to pick lamingtons all day, every day. Drum roll, please. I let BuzzFeed build a cafe menu and they're going to tell me what my greatest quality is. I am open-minded. Hey, that's, that's not that far out of the league. I'll try anything once is your one of your life mottos and it hasn't failed you yet. There is no experience that you'll outright reject and you'll always keep your eyes open for something that you haven't had before. You're one of the funniest, most accepting people, and it inspires you to be more open-minded. I don't know about the funniest. I don't know. <laughs> My type of humor these days is like your great uncle that is saying jokes that are about five years too late. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, open-mindedness. Ah, there you go. Well, BuzzFeed, I feel like this bit is getting a bit wear and tear because BuzzFeed is getting a lot better at, um, a lot better at their, like, algorithm and stuff like that so yeah, you know what buzzfeed two for two all right as we continue here on the drag live radio show for a sunday we've got more show coming up including google's experiment to hide australian news sources this is going to get juicy as we continue here on the drag live radio show for a sunday you're listening to the generic live radio show with dale campbell Well, we've, <laughs> we've shuffled quite a few things around today. Uh, so first, wanted to mention this. So, 
there was, this is the story from last week, when I mentioned two sort of, I don't want to say, I don't want to, natural disasters, quote unquote, sure, are, they're, they're probably in the, in the um, realm of that for sure, um, but I wanted to mention them real quick because we were going to do a whole segment on them, but that's gone out the window. So a sinkhole in Italy consumes cars in a hospital parking lot. That happened last week. We've got a little bit of a video here to display as well for that. Let's let's play this and see what this is. It's only 39 seconds. So it turns out it's just an aerial view of... Yeah, it's, there's no sound in here so far. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's no sound. Uh, it's just an aerial view of it. Okay, cool. Um, that was completely, completely pointless. Uh, so yeah, just a just a, a twenty meter deep, two hundred meter square uh, meter sinkhole opened up in the parking lot around seven o'clock on uh, Friday, the eighth of January. So this is quite an odd news story. Um, but also wanted to have a little bit of a little bit of a thoughts and prayers go out to those people suffering in Indonesia right now because of the earthquake over there just wanted to say that that is unfortunate now uh, and and thoughts go out to them as well I think 20 something people have died from that so far in Indonesia when I last checked anyway so we <laughs> wanted to do a whole segment on that too but here we go so we're doing a whole segment on this instead. So Google admits of running quote-unquote experiment which removes some social, uh, some media sites from its search results. The tech giant said that it was running quote a few experiments that would reach about 1% of Google search users in Australia. It shows its extraordinary power, apparently. The Australian government is attempting to impose a new code on Google and Facebook that would force them to negotiate a fair price for displaying local news content. Google has criticized the proposed code, which would be a world first in messages to the search engine's users, while Facebook has warned that it could block Australians from sharing local news as a consequence. Holy moo cow. Like, holy. <laughs> I, I joked about when I was talking about Google and uh their parent now parent company Alphabet on this show way back in the day and having unwieldy power exhibit A <laughs> finally my 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 prediction from from five years ago is coming true that's the second time I've referenced early days of the drunk live show today huh, interesting Google has criticized the proposed code which would be in the world for oh I've read that already the Australian Financial Review on Wednesday reported that Google has tweaked its search and news algorithm to bury leaks from some commercial Australian media outlets from some users. Running a few experiments to reach about 1%. The experiments were finished by early February, <laughs> apparently. Interesting. Quote, in 2018, the value we provided to publishers through referral traffic alone was estimated to be, wait for this, $218 million, that's million with an M, million dollars, the spokesperson said. We remain committed to, quote, we remain committed to getting the workable code and look forward to working with the Senate committee, policymakers, and publishers to achieve an outcome that is fair for everyone in all interests of Australians. <sighs> oh, I'm awake. Okay, cool. And... <laughs> 
You know, I, I, I just, I just don't know. I, I've always wanted to do this series on the show, and it's never going to happen at this point. Is free the news in twenty in in free the news, um, and it's it, it was going to be talking about how news should be free for everyone who wants it, and we should take the sort of algorithmic experiments out of the news and I think that that should happen and more so now than ever before we people are relying on news for their jobs they're relying on news to keep an in date uh, update with the with important stories that are happening right now that are indicative to the world particularly from stories that were from 2020 and now permeating 2021 and it's very important to to stick by that, and you know, yeah, local referral traffic is reported to two point eighteen million dollars, but this is making this is the government saying right. Google, Facebook, Joe Blows Blog Extravaganza dot com. <laughs> Don't go to that URL. And if you are going to go to that URL, don't tell them that Dale from the Jack Live Radio Show sent you. Please, please, I don't want my name on that. But my point is, they want an equal level playing field. They want the free the news, like free the news thing. And the but making them pay for it is a little bit. It's a little bit weird. That's what I want to say. Uh, what else is there? At the same time, Google is now demonstrating how easily they can make Australian news providers who fall out of their favour essentially disappear from the internet, a chilling illustration of their extraordinary market power. This is very, very true. Like, it, they, again, they, if they want to shut something down because they have a monopoly power... They can, and that is absolutely terrifying. Sylvia said, Sylvia? Who's Sylvia? <laughs> Sylvia said that Google had accepted a, a, what? arbitration. There you go, that's that word. Uh, as a reasonable backstop to secure the investigation in news, but the search giant warned the ACCC's model is flawed because it only considers news companies' costs and not Google's, and encourages ambit changes. Now, Okay, sure, but I want to say for the record that Google's not publishing the news, right? Google themselves are not writing news articles. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, Google is providing an outlet to share the news stories, but they're not the ones actually writing the news stories. So, you know, it's it's a bit hard to judge it on that. And again, I say, free the news, take all of this um, hocus pocus about taking news stories and just making sure that everything's on a platter, you know, a fair news go. And by the way, and I've mentioned this before numerous times on the show, and I've had news stories in this very show that I've had to swap out last second, literally seconds before songs or bumpers end, previously bumpers, but you know, and ads and stuff like that, but not these days. Ting ting patreon.com slash Dale Campbell. You y'all pay for pay for the radio show. But uh, you know and it's 
it's it's it's easy to get caught up in that and I want oh it's a subscription so yeah I get that news companies want to have people pay for that I get that but have a free version available as well I want to find out a lot of things that I want to incorporate more local stories in the radio show but I can't because the major the major newspaper here their online versions make you pay for the online versions like you have to pay for them and it's very unfair but you know because I can't access news that's going on literally in my neighborhood because you want me to pay for it so and I wouldn't mind paying for a subscription package if it, that you know if it enhanced my experience but I can't have an experience so there's my rant <laughs> hashtag, hashtag free the news movement it's coming in 2021 as we continue here on the drag live radio show for a Sunday it's Dale Campbell here with you we're gonna round out hour one and we're gonna stay tuned for hour two um oh this song okay so there's the fun fact so my partner had received a phone call this was about a month ago now I think um about I, I don't know too much of the details but because I, I only got caught on speaker a little a little bit later into the call but apparently there was a spam call that went around from some voicemail service that uh, played a message and this is me this is not me being racist this is me doing an impression <laughs> whoop whoop uh, of this um it was like hello the, the person you love has left you a very important message. Press 1 if you would like to, if you would like to accept the message. And, or, or listen to the message. And once you have finished the message, you can send a message back. And there was a message on the other end. And we're going to play that message right now. Um, the song that played over and over and over again probably for $5 a minute, uh, was a Hello by Adele, which I found the weirdest message for someone you love to send to you. But anyway, we love a good spam call moment here on the Jack Lab Radio Show. As we continue... You're listening to the Jack Lab Radio Show with Dale Campbell. All the lies about me, Amy Shark, the new one from her there as... We continue here on the Drunk Live Radio Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. And before that, we had a message from someone you love. <laughs> such a weird, such a weird song. Hello by Adele. Such a weird song to say, even if it's you're a spammer. Such a weird song to say that it's from a message. It's a message from someone you love. Like, it's so weird. Anyway, thanks for joining us here on the stage today. Our That's right. To back away from the microphone, and you know it's the beginning of hour two, and you know what time it is. That's right, it's time for the Facts of Life game live trivia on your radio! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Facts of Life live trivia on your radio. This is this this is a headline roundup, man. The two new segments are absolutely killing it at the moment, and I love having them at the top of the hours. 
You know, hour one was very heavy and dense, so we moved all the segments, most of the segments actually, we we had the BuzzFeed quiz sort of breaking it up a little bit, but this is fun hour. Hour two is your fun hour. <laughs> you think I'm half joking. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the, this week's topic is name the Pixar character. You know, why not? Name the Pixar character. It is, it's good to finally have one that is sort of like a, um, a description based one because uh, the last couple of weeks I've been doing pictures and while pictures are good, I feel like that, uh, audio is sort of, is, 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 is I can read. <laughs> Sure, why not? Anyway, moving on. Uh, number one, question one. Name the Pixar character described here. The small town's medical doctor and local judge and former winner of the Piston Cup. He is most popularized in Cars. Is it Randall Boggs, Doc Hudson, Bob Parr, or Sid Phillips? I I think it's Doc Hudson, because more Doc and Doctor, you know. To Fred Ding. Alright. Number two. Describe uh, which character from Pixar film is described here. A short-tempered ladybug who is constantly mistaken for a female. Uh, most popularized in A Bug's Life. Ooh. <laughs> I have not seen A Bug's Life in a while. Is it Manny? Francis? Russell or Kevin? Ooh, I was more of a. Oh, what was? Okay, Sidejack. There was a, there was a Bugs Life, and there was another Bug movie that was released the same year. It was the Deep Impact Armageddon effect. It was a Bugs Life and something else that was released the same year that I. Oh, Ants. That's right. Both released the same year and both about bugs. So take that take that for what you will. Alright. Uh, short-tempered ladybug who's going to female. Oh, Manny, Francis, Russell, Kevin. Russell and Kevin were both from up. So I'm not going to say them. It's either Manny or Francis. Oh, stab in the dark. Let's go. Let's go, Manny. Francis! You know, 50-50 there. Alright. Which, which character from Pixar is described here? A friendly brown pelican that befriends the... Tertular character from Finding Nemo. Is it Nigel, Kevin, Russell, or Francis? Huh? There was a brown pelican in Finding Nemo? <laughs> News to me, I guess. Um, well, we already discovered that Francis was the ladybug. Kevin and Russell are from... From up, I think it's Nigel. Yeah, it's Nigel. Process of elimination, kids. <laughs> it works every time. This is trivia. All right, yet another Finding Nemo question. A uh, which Pixar film character is described here? A Pacific cleaner shrimp, and member of the Tank Gang in Finding Nemo. Oh my God, those tank animals had names. <laughs> sure, was it Jack, Skinner, Nigel, or Wilbur? Again, those those animals had names? Sure. Um Let's go let's go it's not Nigel, obviously, because that's the Pelican and that's all I've literally got. Wilbur can't be Wilbur. I don't think it's Wilbur. I think it's Skinner. No, it's Jacks. Okay, sure. Alright, sure. Name the Pixar uh name the character from the Pixar film being described here. 
Question five, we've only got two <laughs> yakes. The young boy who owns all the toys from Toy Story is his name Andy Davis, Jack Jack Parr, Lucas Best, or Scott Scribbles. It's Andy Davis, but also I never knew his last name. There you go. In all of this time. Hmm. Name the Pixar character described here, number six. <laughs> Three out of five so far. It's not good. A semi-trailer truck that pulls in to the main character's trailer to his races. A semi-trailer that pulls... Oh, pulls the main character's trailer to his races. That sounded... The way I paused in that sentence sounded weird. Most popularized in car was, was it Emily, Mac, Francis, and Buck? Girl, it was Ma Mac because you got to park that big Mac truck right in the little garage. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Cars, man, ahead of its time. All right. Um, oh, if I still had swap up, I could have queued that up, but I don't, so... And I won't. Alright, number seven. Which character from the Pixar film is being described here? An infant ch third child who initially shows having no special powers. Most popularized in The Incredibles was it Sid Phillips, Andy Davis, Chick Hicks, or Jack Jack Parr. I'm going to say Jack Jack Parr. Woo! Jack Jack Parr. It's weird. Again, he had a last name? This is news to me. Alright. Which character from the Pixar film is being described here? A British spy car that mistakes the main character's best friend for a cleverly disguised American agent. <laughs> Most popularized in the movie that no one saw, Cars 2. I did and forgot everything about it because I was too infatuated with the uh, popcorn that was in front of me at the time. And I got a free one at that movie theater too. Anyway, uh, Randall Boggs, Finn Missile. Henry J. Waternoose III or Al McWiggan? <laughs> sure, all of them at this point. Uh, I'm going to say Finn McWhistle. Yeah! Woo! I had that stored somewhere in my brain. I can't describe it. Uh, number nine, two left. Uh, this is the penultimate question. Which character from the Pixar film is being described here? The junior high school aged first child who becomes invisible and generate a... Oh, and... What? This is not English. The junior high school aged first child who can become invisible and generate enforced field shields. That literally says enforced field shields. <laughs> sure. Most popularized in the Incredibles was it Violet Parr, Jesse Parr, Julie Parr, or Colette Parr. It was Violet Parr. Again, the Incredibles had last names, sure. And number 10. Let's see if we can get 8 out of 10 or stay on 7. This is going to be very average. Name the character from the Pixar film being described here. A Moorish idol who... What? Try that again. A Moorish idol who has been broken... Who has a broken fin and is a leader of the tank gang. Again, the tank gang had names. Sure. Was it Gil, Bill, Will or Jill? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Gil. Because that's, yeah, that's on the nose. I, yeah, I had that stored somewhere too. Alright, we got 8 out of 10. B, we beat the average. The average was 7.59. We just beat it. And we got a B. You know, we're average at naming Pixar characters. Who would have thought? On, that was, the Facts of Life game.
Alrighty, the Facts of Life game. Live trivia on your radio. Thanks for joining us here on the Dragon Club Radio Show for a Sunday. Up next, we have same as you remember, same as it ever was. And yes, podcast listeners, we have the bumper again for you. Don't you worry about that. That bumper is going to be played every single time on this show. As we continue on the Dragon Club Radio Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Radio listeners get a sneak peek as to what, have a guess as to what this year is with this song. I was literally just about to announce it, but I'm not allowed to. Woo! Stay tuned! You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. It's Dale Campbell here with you. I'm a little on edge, not gonna lie. Whoops! I went to mess with something and if it ain't broke, please don't fix it. Alright, well that was a hit as to what we were talking about in this segment. We, of course, are going to be taking a look back at September 2005 when that song was released on a segment we like to call... This is not my show! Or is it? I forget... I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2002, 2001, 1974. Is it the same as you remember? Or is it the same as it ever was? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time for Same As You Remember, Same As It Ever Was. The part of the show where we take the trip in the Wayback Machine. September 2005 is on the ticket today. September 1st, the 22nd MTV Music Awards where Green Day, Kelly Clarkson and Kanye West all pick up awards. So there you go. Also, by the way, I forgot that I could talk over <laughs> the bumper. Yeah, I'm addressing the elephant in the room. Alright, and September 4th, 2005, 20-year-old Kyle Bush was the first young, first youngest driver to ever pick up a NASCAR Cup Series race win. He, well, when he outduels, yeah, 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 sure. He, he was the youngest NASCAR Cup winner, sure. On September 7th, 2005, fun, it was the first presidential election in Egypt. There you go. On September 10th, 125th US Open Women's Tennis, Belgian Kim Shaw wins the four Grand Slam titles, beats Mary Pierce of France, 6-3-6-1. Jesus, that score in a final. Holy moo cow. On September 11th, Pride and President, Pride and Prejudice, excuse me, the film adaptation of Jane Austen's novel, the same name, was released, <laughs> sure. Uh, and men's tennis open September eleventh, two thousand and five. Men's U.S. Open men's tennis. Roger Federer remains the title, beating Andre Agassi. There you go. Six three two six seven six six one. There you go. Never thought I could say that out loud, right? On September 12th, 2005, Israel completes its withdrawal of all troops and settlers from the Gaza Strip. On September 12th, also on September 12th, 2005, Hong Kong Disneyland opens. Woo! 
I'm biased, but anyway. On September 13th, 2005, Supernatural debuts on the WB. There you go. It's become the longest-running Ameri- North American fantasy series. Also on September 15th... Oh, September 15th. September 13th. September 15th. Be Without You, single released by Mary J. Blige, but we heard earlier. It later became the Billboard Song of the Year in 2006. Grammy Award for Best R&B Song and Best Female R&B Vocal Performance in 2005. There you go. Uh, what else is here? Uh, the Emmy Awards in, on September 18th. Uh, Lost, Everybody Loves Raymond, James Spader and Patricia Arnett win. Everyone Loves Raymond. There's a show you've not heard of in about four years. Huh. There you go. Uh, what else is here? There's, there has to be one thing. There has to be one thing else here that can be said. No? No, is that it? I think that's it. No? There has to be one thing. Come on, guys. Yeah, sure, that'll do. Uh, September 30th, 2005, the Parliament of Catalina passes with 120 plus votes against 15 against, with a project of New Catalina Statute of Autonomy proclaiming its Article 1 of Catalonia is a nation. See, that was fun. Alright. Alright, and that was, same as you remember, same as it ever was. This is not my show! Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2001, 1941. Is it the same as you remember? Or is it the same as it ever was? That's right. Same as you remember, same as it ever was. One of our favourite segments. We like taking a look back here. There you go. As we continue here on the Drag Vibe Radio Show, another segment coming at ya. We have review of a review, and we are going to be a little, with a little bit of a twist. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reveal what we're reviewing or the twist until it happens. As we continue, radio listeners get a little bit of a sneak peek and a little bit of a guess as to what it is. As we continue here on the Drag Vibe Radio Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show. With Dale Campbell. The dating song from the disaster movie on the Drunk Live Radio Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. I thank God this is not a video show anymore <laughs> because that the POV that came from my sheer angst. Sure, angst. Angst is a word. On my face where it just melted. My face just melted. Yes, we are reviewing reviews of the worst ever relate. <laughs> Try that again. We are reviewing reviews of the worst reviewed movie on IMDb, the disaster movie. Uh, I wanted to start this little series. I want to. I want to sort of mix up this segment, and I wanted to try different things uh, because review, review is. I want to say I'm on the cutting block, so I don't want it to be. But anyway, all right. 
Let's go. What do we have here? Uh, 10 out of 10 genius is the title of this movie. It goes, this movie is funny. One, the letter one, not the spelled out version, of my favorites. Um, yeah, American spelling, that's fine. Uh, lowercase e, escape reality for a while to, and watch this movie. Period. New sentence, lowercase w, with friends or solo. With friends or solo. Not by yourself, just solo. Uh, lowercase t, this movie is downright stupid funny. End of sentence. Uh, new sentence, lowercase i. It kind of reminds me of a Family Guy episode. Uh, all the spoofs have been released lately. Haven't been as funny as this movie. Lowercase g. Granted, lowercase i, I watched them all and enjoyed them. Lowercase t. This movie is great. Lowercase p. Perhaps the users that are committed negatively... I think you meant the word commented negatively to this movie makes it a better movie. Mmm. <laughs> I just like that at the end of the paragraph. It's just, mmm. Uh, lowercase c. Clearly the users that com uh, committed, again, you mean commented, but sure, committed works, on this movie are anal retentive, a term used conventionally to describe a person with such attention to detail with the obsession becomes an annoyance to others. Okay, first of all, you can get the word uh, convention conventionally out, but you can't tell the difference between committed and commented. Sure. Seriously, dudes, with a lowercase s, lowercase s again, stop talking, th taking things seriously. Mmm. <laughs> so uncomfortable. That makes me uncomfortable. Uh, dot, 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 eat vegetables. <laughs> what, an, what, an, what an insult. What is, what is that? Eat vegetables. It's like that reviewer. It was a negative review, and it was... No, it was a positive review, and it was just like, all reviewers need to go get a life. Uh, makes you more relaxed. Calm. Lay off the burger hut. What? The, bur the burger hut? Burger hut's not a thing, but anyway. Um, I just like the eat vegetables. Alright. Uh, next one. <laughs> there was one. There was one here that I wanted to... That I wanted to that I wanted to do. Um, let's see. Oh, there was one here that was really good. Um, sure, I can't see. It. I can't see where it was. But let's go with let's go with this one. Um, no, that's long. <laughs> that's also long. All of these are really long. But anyway, because of course they are. They want to. They want to prove. Um, this, this one simply says, why did I give this movie 10 stars? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's do, let's do one more. Here we go. Come on, people. <laughs> okay, great start. <laughs> great start. Here we go. Woo. This is a dumb comedy movie. You got her. Oh, like the, like things like Family Guy and etc. <laughs> sure. I hope they never stop making these kinds of movies because I will always buy them. Jesus. I love the songs they put in this movie, Smiley Face. <laughs> Jesus. 
And the princess is awesome. A smiley face. I loved it. Meet the Spartans as well. Oh, I, I love, I love Meet the Spartans as well. Sure. I've watched this movie five times already and I'll keep watching it. If you don't like these kinds of movies, then stop watching them and move on with your life. And don't budger them because you have horrible taste of movies and wouldn't know a good movie if you hit you in the face less than period greater than. The thought of these movies are to poke fun at the movies that they have played that year in which you have uh, done a great job with that shouldn't change what you are doing. <laughs> yes, to answer your question, that was one big sentence. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, there we go. There's some positive reviews for the worst reviewed movie on IMDb. There you go, the disaster movie. Check it out or not, either way. As we continue here on the Drag Live Radio Show for a Sunday, we're going to do a roundup of CES. We talked about it briefly with the caffeine tablets, but we've got a full roundup for you. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. Now, let's get started with CES 2021. We brought it up last week because um, we had a story that got put early, which was weird because they normally never do. But Well, actually, they do have the previews, I guess. But a story like that never really comes out early. A, a brand of vitamins are going to be bringing out a brand of uh, chewing gum. But it's going to be caffeinated. I'm so excited for that. It's going to have a minty aftertaste. I want to get my hands on some minty, uh, minty, uh, minty caffeinated chewing gum. There you go. Wow. Took me a while to get that out. So this is CES. How it went down at the largest tech convention of the year. The Consumer Electronics Show, or CES for short, wrapped its first ever fully digital convention. That's right, because of COVID-19, it was all digital. And it recorded the from the cassette recorder in 1970 from Virtual Rally in 2015. The CES convention has been the birthplace of cutting-edge advances in global technology. Uh, a quote from Gary Shapiro said, quote, The pandemic forced us to take a step back from a traditional CES and throw out the playbook and transform how we... Bring the tech community together, he explained. Uh, CES looks different this year from the foundation of the show. Innovation, connection, collaboration remains strong and consistent. Now, 5G apparently was the hotness this year at CES. Not surprising. All the telcos were there spouting it. And General Motors, get this, GM, uh, manufacturers of your favorite vehicles, motor vehicles, also delivered a keynote to address and announce, get this, I'm pausing for dramatic effect. I'm not having a stroke yet, for once. They announced flying taxis. (gasps) Though the article that I'm reading has a great pun and I'm gonna highlight it real quick because I said, although the specifics remained up in the air, I just thought that that needed needed an honorable mention. Anyway, uh, Bosch flagged its commitments to sustainability in a bid to become the first global enterprise to go carbon neutral. There you go. 
LG tested its 2021 rollout of its rollable smartphone. Interesting. And Samsung bought a robot that will clean your house and pour you a glass of wine. Now, Rosie from the Jetsons is becoming real, kids. I told you that, that I will be very happy to get an assistant as long as it's Rosie from, from the Jetsons that I can have 24-7. Uh, what else is there? Uh, virtual technologies, blah, blah, blah. Not very interested in that. Virtual reality is becoming more snore. May Menha also launched its Elite Wireless Earbuds in collaboration with the industry giant HP. They'll be available in April. Sure. Uh, team will build here in Australia. Oh, there you go. Fun fact. And Space Talk Walks the Walk. Family-focused technology developer Space Talk also made an appearance at the event, digitally showcasing the company and its suite of all-in-one smartphone, GPS watches, and app. Do, 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 do. What else? What uh, what to expect in twenty twenty one? Delete recently released its TMT prediction reports. Um, due to COVID nineteen, not much is going to be happening. Uh, apparently five G rollout's going to be a bit slower considering the health concerns. And I'm like, no, that has nothing to do with the price of price of glue in China don't don't even and yes I know that phrase I've been saying that phrase for a long time don't sue me I've been saying it for a long time I've been saying it longer than everything's been coming out um but apparently 5g uses less transmitting power than 4g so that's interesting to know there you go uh what else 5k tvs have finally assert themselves in the market and reach sale figures roughly 1 million with an M in 2021. 8K. Are you serious? 8K is going to be the new thing. So, there you go. A little bit of a low-key, uh, low-key sort of CS, and, and I'm okay with that. As we continue here on the Dramatic Live Radio Show, for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Well, are we ready to fly back to the moon? Now, there's a radio tease for you. As we continue on the Dramatic Live Radio Show, still great show coming at you right after this. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. Oh my god, look at that. It is currently bucketing down outside, so there you go. Listen to that. Mmm. A little bit of an ASMR moment right here. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> So, over... Okay, the, the reason why you're hearing that sound is because of this lovely Rode microphone um, that, that, that I now have for the radio show and a lot of my productions. Um, and it, I have a tin sort of like awning thing that goes over my bedroom window. So, that, that kind of captures sound as well. So, this Rode microphone is amazing. Um, and this mixer that I have and the lavalier mic and stuff like that as well. And, you know, this great little adapter, of course, that I can broadcast off station head that's on my phone and record on the computer and ugh, technology upgrades. Joy's being independent. Patreon.com slash <laughs> Please support me. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding, but I'm, I'm shameless plug it right there. Anyway, I said before the song that NASA, uh, that could we be ready to fly back to the moon? Well, NASA's Orion spacecraft is Lockheed Martin's Orion spacecraft is a tangible step closer to taking people back to the moon. 
The aerospace giant has completed assembly and testing on the Orion ship and has transferred it to NASA ahead of its Arius 1 test later in 2021. Hmm. 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 There you go. At this point, it's a matter of final prep work that includes loading propellants, uh, injecting the launch into a board, syst- launch abort system, and mounting the ship to uh, uh, stop the S. LS rocket. Mm-hmm, sure. Artemis 1 is an uncrewed mission. Uncrewed mission, excuse me. I don't know what I was going to say there. Orion would orbit the moon and help verify both systems as well as the SLS and ground teams ahead of Artemis 2, the first mission with astronauts on board, but not till Artemis 3 that people will return to the lunar surface. While, the, uh, while this is important, moment it becomes questions uh, facing the Artemis program's future. The latest budget from Congress rather, already falls short of the funding needed for a 2024 moon landing. And the incoming Biden administration isn't likely to prioritize the Artemis when the pandemic's response and economy's recovery will take center stage. Artemis 1 will likely move forward, but just don't be surprised if the Orion doesn't get much use after that. Aww! Oh, I want to get back to the moon. Mom, take me to the moon. I want to go to the moon. Super, please. <laughs> sure, there you go. Take me to the moon, please. Frank Sinatra, take me to the moon. <laughs> yeah, he can't go to the moon, unfortunately. Right, not right now, anyway. Uh, he, I mean, <laughs> in his current form, maybe. <laughs> please tell me I'm right about that. Please tell me I don't, I don't wish something on Frank Sinatra. He's... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> can't confirm. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting cancelled. I just know it. Anyway, but 2024, 2025, we could go back to the moon. Please, please, I want to go back to the moon. I want the world to go back to the moon. Anyone at this point, I don't care who, I don't care if it's Transylvania, Madagascar, uh, Canada, Europe. Europe's a country now. The UK. The UK going to the moon after post-Brexit would be the biggest slap in the face to the EU. I want that. I am I am wanting that into the into the universe. As we continue here on the Drag Live Radio Show for a Sunday, more great show. It's not over yet until I start singing, which has not happened yet. So, you know, the show's still going on. You're listening to the Generic Live Radio Show with Dale Campbell. That's going to do it for us. We're going to get on out of here. We are running very on the line. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this show. And this show is getting better and better as the weeks go on. And thank you so much for those who listen live on Station Head. It is greatly appreciated. Those of you who catch up on the podcast feed later, it is also a pleasure there. You can support this and everything that I do creatively over on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Dale Campbell. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Dale Campbell. D-A-L-E-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. Uh, you get the episodes early over there as well, the reruns. Uh, you get the YouTube videos over there earlier. Fun stuff. And uh, if you are at a certain level, you can get your name shouted out in this segment right here. But there you go. Uh, YouTube, you can check out my YouTube videos, youtube.com slash C slash Dale Campbell, capital D, capital C. 
D-A-L-E-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-I Instagram at at the Dale Campbell T-H-E-D-A-L-E-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L You can join our Discord bit.ly slash Dale Discord and you can check out our merch store as well. Lots of generic live show merch. It's back, baby. Uh, proudly powered by Bonfire. You can go to bit.ly slash G-L-S-M-E-R-C-H G-L-S Merch. You can also email the show at any time, Generic Live Show, that's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-L-I-V-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com, Generic Live Show at gmail.com. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye!